UX Podcast Episode 60. You're listening to UX Podcast brought to you from Stockholm, Sweden. For people passionate about balancing business, technology and users within the realm of digital media. Helping you break down silos, here are your hosts, James Royal Lawson and Per Axboom. Hello and welcome to UX Podcast. You're listening to me, Per Axboom. And me, James Royal Lawson. And it's uh, Thursday, November 7. Is We're it? sitting in your studio, James. We are. We're back in the studio. It's been a little while. In the kill room. Oh, don't bring that up. That was, <laughs> that was, that was um, Jesper Bilund. Yeah, gamification that, episode. Yeah, was it? But it, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's the, that, he said that. Yeah, he did. And you didn't like it at all. Well, I just, I just thought it maybe wasn't. No, I just thought it maybe wasn't the best picture to paint to our listeners <laughs> that this is some place of mm. murder that we record the shows in. <laughs> but actually, it wasn't me who brought it up. It was actually a our, guest, our guest of today. Yeah, uh, Jonas Arnklint. Welcome to the show. Where Thanks. was I? <laughs> you were getting us coffee. Ah, I was being the tea <laughs> made, the coffee made. Mm. Uh, Hello, Jonas. Hi. Welcome. Great to be here, by the way. Thanks for inviting you me. You almost didn't make it here. Yeah, I went to another <laughs> backyard. <laughs> I, that's so funny. <laughs> it is good. But for those of you who don't know, the, the Beantin HQ is in a separate building in the garden of, of, um, of my house. Um, and I said to Jonas, um, oh yeah, it's this address, and, and just go, walk straight around the back, because mm. that's where the office is. Mm. Jonas got the wrong house number. Mm. And marched. Walked into somebody else's <laughs> garden. Right, really confidently, <laughs> straight into the back garden, because he'd received specific instructions from me to do that. And scared the hell out of one of my neighbors. <laughs> yeah, I think she actually went after me with a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, like a gray, gray Volvo. So, so that's why the police are showing out. <laughs> I, can I, I, I saw the blue lights. I didn't realize that was good. Okay. Well, all makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible experience, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have been clearer okay. on my instructions. Mm. And then, men, and then, Per mentions uh, the killing room, and I mm. was, and I, I got really scared. Mm. It's yeah. not going to make any sense to people. This you have to listen to the show. Yeah, you have to listen to the old <laughs> episode. Yeah. I can't remember what number it is, but it's one of the early ones. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm. It's to do with it being a soundproof room. Mm. Right. For those of you that can't be bothered to to, to look it up. <laughs> so the reason we brought you to the show is because you and uh, your co-founder. Actually, your duo, Jonas and Jonas. Yep. You're Jonas Arnklint, and your your co your partner is uh, Jonas Karlsson. And you have a company called Revrise. And you're developing a tool called... Form Analytics. Form Analytics. Yeah. Uh, right? And you've been doing this for a while, and it's about ready for release now, I think. Yeah. And actually, you have been beta testing it with uh, a lot of companies as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We've been running a beta mm. since uh, last... Or actually, January, mm. I think. So... Mm. Uh, getting some really nice feedback from mm. from that, and we've tried to board uh, customers really manually and and tried to running lean as uh, right as yeah. But how would you describe like your background? I mean, are you two developers? I mean, because you are you are yeah. you UXers or yeah? So we're not. Uh, I mean, both me and Jonas went to the same. We we. Uh, we had the same experience of education, um, mm. so we went to. Uh, uh, I did my studies in in Jönköping uh, at uh, Jönköping Tekniska Högskolan, uh, Jönköping University, mm-hmm. 
And uh, I studied some interaction design, uh, human-computer in interaction that was a part of my program, which is um, which goal was to basically make us the, the middleman of uh, the machine and the, the user. Okay, that's, like that's, the, the that's proxy. A damning from review of the course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was really that really got me like interested in in um, um, sort of the the gap between the user and the the interface mm -hmm. or the user and the machine uh and since then i've been really interested in in just learning more about it right but i i wouldn't say that i'm am or my partner is um uh, a pure ux guy we're more into it because of we're our interest like we're really, really interested in it yeah uh, so we just want to learn and uh, improve stuff, and, and we're the first step is form analytics. So mm. it's basically a tool for for measuring user behavior inside your web forms. Uh, so we're trying to uh, to uh, detect where people are having the most problems in in the forms, and it all started when I was about to move to Stockholm. Uh, I was uh, filling in a form at. Address ending. Uh, it's a huge address, um, website. Yeah. Exactly, uh, a, a big form uh, where uh, which has a lot of errors in it. Uh, I couldn't uh, fill in my apartment number, which uh, you have to do uh, because of the some rules. <laughs> but uh, I actually ended up uh, phoning the the support and um, being in line for like twenty minutes. So that's where the the idea was born. Okay. And since then, uh, we have actually uh, built the tool to to detect the problems in mm -hmm. the forms. And um, and uh, as you said, we're starting to 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 get ready to launch mm. uh, right now. So the problem you're solving is that the companies have really bad forms. Yeah, and they need data to realize that they have bad forms, that they actually act on that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we try to make it really easy to uh, discover this. Uh, you just have to copy-paste a small snippet of code mm -hmm. and then you're all set. You don't have to tag your forms or, or any of that stuff. Uh, we so just like a small JavaScript code that you exactly. cut and paste into the header of your site or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or if you use mm -hmm. uh, Tag Manager, then you could uh, do, do it via the Tag Manager. Right. Uh, we're, I think maybe we're getting really technical now, but <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> we sometimes do. Or yeah. we, it's usually me. It's usually my fault. <laughs> but okay, so we go back. We go with the visual thing. So when you've done that, you fix the technical stuff. And what you get, you, we, you showed us a brief uh, demo before. So you get a beautiful, beautiful interface showing you uh, for each form on your website how many people visit the page that that web uh, that form is on, and how many actually. Uh, well, how do you say in, that? Interact, interact with, with the. Uh, well, actually, start to, begin, begin to fill begin something to fill in. in. Yeah, 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 exactly. Start to complete the form. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So actually, if you you measure that somebody actually places the cursor in the first form field, something mm. like that. Mm. Yeah, because it's one thing to it's one thing to be shown the form. Mm. It's another thing to actually actively yeah. start to fill it in. Which basically means they have an intention to complete the form, and then you also measure how many then submit the form. Yeah, exactly. So and that's on on the form level. Yeah. So if if you want to go uh, more into uh, details, if you know that you're having a bad uh, conversion rate or mm. a high dropout rate, mm. uh, 
then you could zoom in on the field level. So mm. you could see which field has the most uh, dropouts, mm. which field has the the most um, uh, or takes the longest t- time to fill in, mm. and uh, which fields uh, are having which field are people refilling or, or like going back and try to fill in again. Right. Okay. Which is an indicator of uh, validation other errors. Mm, yeah. yeah. Other problems. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. I mean, I, I think, well, I know that all three of us are uh, well, like forms in a masochistic kind of sense. Yes. Um, <laughs> you at some points have been called Sweden's Mr. Mr. Forms or Mr. Yeah, uh, I was trying Luke to w. imitate <laughs> Luke Rubluski and <laughs> yeah. we're big fans of him. All of us, well, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I mean, one of my one of the talks I do, I'm actually going to do tomorrow. Mm. Um, one of the optimization tips I give mm. as a, um, you know, the first thing you can do or the quickest thing you can do mm. to improve things is look at your forms, uh, because they're almost always you know, not quite right, um, mm. and, and there's always opportunity there to tweak them and to adjust mm. yeah. them to make them better. And if you if you're looking for a, a place to start mm. with optimization, conversion optimization. Uh, you know, forms as a place to look. Yeah, right. exactly. Since you're often you're in e-commerce uh, uh, context, you're you're often spending a lot of uh, time and effort and uh, uh, resources on advertising, mm-hmm. and that doesn't make sense if the uh, the, the audience can't convert. No, you actually so, it's the opposite effect. If you mm-hmm. if you succeed in just driving more and more traffic to your site. But you've got crappy UX or crappy form yeah. that doesn't work, you end up with just more people disliking your brand right, exactly. or your product. You or increase you the are. amount of, of bad will. Pe- yeah, people yeah. who don't like your site, people who don't like you. What a, yeah, in what the long run. Excellent. Let's do some more SEO and get yeah. some more people exactly. to dislike us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> way. There's a business plan. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of times that is exactly what it is. There's, um, I mean, we. SEO is one of those phrases and and area silos that's that's really well known. Mm. Like it's one of the I get, I'd say it's one of the few silos in our branch mm. that management and almost everyone mm. recognizes these mm. days. Mm. So it does get a lot of attention mm. and focus, and you know the, mm. the pay per click as well. Um, and gets a lot and of people focus. still love measuring hits. Yeah, they do. And seeing the increase in the number of people visiting the site, which is really yeah. a number you don't want to look no, at. No, I get much. really knocked by of course, mm. everywhere that sells the adverts, mm. banner ads. Mm. You know, because there's there's a whole mm. industry out there that's pushing banner ads on mm. companies, yeah. and people buy them because oh yeah, no, look at all the hits I'm getting. Because mm. they measure mm. how many people have clicked on their banners. Yeah, they couldn't give a crap how many people have actually waited long enough to see what page it is. Mm. <laughs> There's always like a huge chunk that go, yeah. oh no, that's not where I want to be, and mm. back before even yeah. Google Analytics is triggered. Yeah, on pages. Mm. Yeah, which is also a really uh, like that's uh, one of our USPs, and that's uh, trying to. We're also trying to deliver actionables, so we're mm. not trying to deliver a lot of vanity metrics, mm. uh, page views, or whatever. We, we're trying to get to the source of the problem really fast, right? Mm. And as as fast as possible mm. to to give uh, the insights to our our customers. Mm. Mm. But I know that people are thinking now. Okay, so it's a web form, but how how, how much of a difference can it be? Uh, I mean, do you find that people underestimate the potential of actually how much can the form get better? How much yeah. of a difference can it make? Yeah, usually, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. But you gave us an example before about a 66% increase in conversion rate and stuff like that. I mean, that's a fantastic number. Yeah, and that's, uh, yeah. And I think that people don't realize 
how much that can impact your service. Even if you're not an e-commerce site, I think having people actually understand and be have get that flow and engagement in your site to actually complete what they've come to do makes a load of difference. Well, I mean, yeah, a, I mean a form is, there are there are numbers of uh, shopping cart mm. abandonment rates mm. which are as high as seventy five percent or something. Yeah. Uh, that's like people that's that have people that have bothered to put something into a basket mm. exactly. and started a process to pay for it yeah. and oh. given up. But we were actually talking about this last night. Uh, last the night? U- UX. It's like we live together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't go there. Before that, <laughs> no. at the UX Marshalls event, uh, where Jon Ekman was talking, yeah. and uh, there there seemed to be even in, in the uh, people listening, uh, they were talking, starting to talk about well they have this behavior of putting stuff in the shopping cart mm. and they keep it there because it's like a wish list. That's yeah. right. So then they return to it later on. So that's like a user behavior. It doesn't mean that they've abandoned it. It just means that they're yeah. keeping it as a list. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're all it's like quite we're common for younger people that yeah. they use it as a shopping, mm. well, as a wish list or even mm. just throw everything in the basket mm. um, and then they, yeah, they, they throw away 90% before <laughs> they pay because they can't afford to buy everything. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. By, by nature, we are sort of the collectors. Mm. So yeah. we like to put stuff in baskets just yeah. to right. have them there. Yeah. So, but of course, that, that there are so many reasons for mm. that seventy percent mm. uh, abandonment rate, uh, and uh, bad UX is one of them. Yeah, uh, mm. we believe, uh, or we have measured mm. a lot of forms, and, and we can see that. Mm. So, uh, there are cases where the most simple form uh, of two fields, um, um, where the form wasn't even. I wasn't even able as a user in certain web browsers to fill it in and right. get the, yeah. the value out of it, which I I <laughs> came to fetch. Mm. But um, so the most simple forms uh, can be really bad as well. So we act as an insurance for that as mm. well. So we try to to uh, partly uh, increase conversion mm. rate, of course, mm. but uh, also uh, make sure that the form is actually working in mm. any browser and right everyone i think that's an excellent point you're making about yeah. small forms as well it's this is not just big forms it's not just shopping cart forms but i mean I, register yourself um, it, form. it could be a login form yeah because uh, i mean i've seen people think okay so it's a login form is username and password but i've seen like 57 different variations of login forms yeah or or i've mm-hmm. seen i mean i've had problems um you logging in um, to sites mm-hmm. using mm-hmm. a tablet Right, that it's it's mm. some kind of little layer that mm. appears. I've had sites where you you're chasing the the login layer, mm. and it's because it's in the center, mm. but the center mm. happens to be to the right of my screen, and mm. when yeah. I try and scroll to it, it recenters, so you can never log in. Yeah, and most of uh, the small and simple forms, or, or not the the complex ones, mm. they're uh, the the problems in those. Uh, they're not as it's it's really hard to to like see them if you don't yeah. measure uh, it's like look at SG for example the, mm. the train company uh, which has a login form which says SG, use the, your the, username sorry I was going to say yeah. SJ is, the, is a Swedish national rail um, company yeah. exactly so use your uh, username and password uh, so that's the labels of mm. the form username and password mm. uh, what it don't doesn't say is that uh, it's actually your email and yeah. password, mm. which uh, mm. for many users is uh, really mm. hard to understand if you don't know, like yeah. if you haven't logged in before that way. True. So uh, the most simple errors uh, 
are out there mm. and they're not detected by anyone. That's even, I mean, that one even sounds like a, one of those classic developer things that mm. you know the developer mm. at some point has decided yeah, the that the system builder yeah, yeah. The, the the username mm. is that database field exactly and when they built the form mm. they're putting it in that field in the database so yeah. they call it username mm. but it just so happens that they decided to use the yeah, email for some as, reason, the, yeah. as the username mm. and it's leaked through to mm. the the front end and, and imagine the impact that has on the brand mm. and on you can spend so much money on the interface of actually booking tickets, but if people can't log in, mm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you spent the money in the wrong place. And in that case, with um, mm. the Swedish Rail operator, mm. they, um, everyone who buys tickets online mm. has to use that little form. Exactly. Yeah. So it ha- it's kind of, it, it touches every single mm. online customer. So every single one of them has yeah. the potential to mm. be confused, irritated, mm. or damn right angry um, over that mm. simple naming. Yeah. And take banks, for example. Uh, IKEA oh, do we have to? Uh, We're only going to start complaining. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do it. <laughs> there are, yeah, there are plenty of examples of, mm. of bad forms. And, and um, that's just why we try to like make it really easy to mm. measure yeah. uh, and to get the, the insights mm. to improve it. What James was uh, onto before, I think, was really interesting is that the form may work really well on on one platform, but not on another, like the mobile. Mm. Would your tool tell us which platform it didn't work on? Yeah, that's mm. the goal. For, yeah. the, for the next release, mm. uh, we are segmenting the, the traffic, so we, right. we can do that. So uh, one feature that is upcoming is also that we should be able to detect um, uh, when, like alerting our customers, uh, that sort of mm. cases. When, for example... Uh, um, people on mobile in, on this browser can't fill in the form, so we alert you. So you're having kind of pattern detection, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, so that if you if you start to notice, well, we haven't had we're getting a, an unusually high number of failures or non-completions, then you can send away some kind of notification that says, um, I think you've got a critical issue. Exactly. Not just an issue that's worth investigating, but mm-hmm. something quite serious. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Stuff that you could really easily take action on and improve your form. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I like that because that's that's effectively as important as a site down uh, notification. You know, if you're using Pingdom or something, you're getting a, a SMS or whatever when your site crashes. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've if you've got a, a form which is is the money maker on your site or crucial to mm-hmm. to making money, whether it's logging mm-hmm. in or registering or buying, yeah. um, you need to know when that stops working straight away because it's a it's a Brick wall to your money right. flow. Oh yeah. Mm, I like. I mm. mean, th- th- this is the thing about forms, which is why I think we all kind of like them as a as a as an issue to fix. Is mm. that they are the 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 most interaction your visit has with your site by definition. Mm. I mean, clicking through is one thing, but filling in a form is always going to be the time where you challenge people most because they do have to start doing awful lot of more complex things mm. using fingers and keyboards and virtual keyboards mm. and. All the rest of it. The, mm. the true only true place for or for true interaction mm. on a site is the web form. Yeah, mm. exactly. So yeah, and that's also one of the reasons we started with the forms. We're, we're looking at UX as a really big field uh, as it is, and we're in the long run we're, we're trying to to uh, solve more problems in the UX field. But yeah. right now it's forms. What other types of, of tools do you expect Revrise will be developing in the future? Uh, we have a prototype uh, that's running uh, right now, actually. Uh, it's a super small uh, feedback widget, with, which is uh, context-aware. Uh, okay. So it could it knows where it is and uh, who, uh, who are looking at it. And it reacts um, 
uh, it's basically one field which asks a question, mm. which is really relevant for the context it is in. Okay. So it could be one case is um, when a when a customer completes uh, a purchase, uh, you don't you don't want to end there. You don't want to s- tell the customer to go away. You want more information mm. uh, or insights. Uh, so we could ask, why did you buy the red dress from us instead of uh, someone else? Um, so all uh, we we could put this uh, input field in a really relevant context and then uh, try to uh, quantify the the feedback we get back. Mm. So that's that's the probably the next uh, product that Rebrice will release, and okay, it's, cool. uh, we've already tested it and uh, got some good feedback and yeah. uh, results from it. What what types of feedback are you getting from customers that you've tried it with uh, already with the tool that you have now? Because I'm expecting that people probably are quite skeptical in the beginning, but then see the use of it. So it would be, I mean, you're releasing version 1.0 quite soon. Uh, but you've tested it with users now already. Uh, how do you think? How easy is, is this tool to sell? Uh, it's easy to sell in some context. Yeah, <laughs> it's really in- easy mm. to sell in if you look at conversion rate optimization. Yeah, for instance. In a, yeah, like e-business e- mm. and where well, you you can see the immediate value of it, and you can yeah, see exactly. there's huge advantages of actually optimizing your forms. Yeah, well, I'd actually yeah. add there that I mean, with e-business, mm. they're already looking really hard at the money. Yes, they, they're mm. seeing the money. So, mm. so for them, this is floating on the surface. Yeah. They, they realize this is this is the tool they've been waiting for. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> and and I mean, really easy mm. is sort of. Uh, uh, relative <laughs> for me uh, working with uh, like building this tool uh, meeting a lot of people which has this problem of course it's easy for me to to think that it's easy <laughs> to sell yeah. i mean uh, i think there is a, a, a like a need for it and a big need yeah. uh, and people oh definitely yeah but i'm thinking that you you come across people have you seen that happen with the the people you've shown it to that they don't get it at first but then they realize that wow I can't imagine having lived without this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course we yeah. we have uh, one of the one of our partners uh recently realized uh, a big really big insight. Um uh he he realized that they were losing a quarter of a million each month because of an error in their forms. And since then, yeah, and since awesome. then uh, they have uh, really not been able to live without this tool. So, oh, a great oh, example. Yeah, yeah that's uh, a. <laughs> yeah. It's and and when we got that email, we were celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I imagine. Well, the, the the thing here, though, I mean, we're, yeah, e business, easy sell um, because they're already staring themselves blind at the money, and they realize the the you know the potential that's there. Yeah. The the other side of it, though, um, with non-transactional websites or your business-to-business websites or corporate websites or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, government websites that have forms. Every, every every website has some kind yeah. of form. Mm-hmm. The the problem I see there, the problem I come up against and, and try and help solve, is that they're still asking, why do we need to measure? They're, they're not even at the point 
of 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 understanding the the need of measuring mm. really or having the the processes and systems in place mm. to to do something useful i mean maybe they've got mm. maybe they're looking at some vanity metrics and right. high level stuff you know page views and visits for the whole thing but um they haven't even set the goals no, exactly. like we were talking yeah. about last time they haven't yeah. set the goals to be able to measure something because yeah. what would they measure <laughs> yeah. if they don't know yeah, what why they, do I want why yeah. do I need to set goals why do I need to measure it mm. um, once they've got mm. those things ticked off I think they're going to just like the e-commerce guys and girls mm. they're going to realise that there's a there's a whole world of um, failed form infilled forms mm. out there completed yeah. forms mm. and I mean it's uh, if you look at it there are so many things to measure you can measure everything Mm. that we really need to boil it down to the most valuable metrics uh, mm. and most actionable metrics. And uh, I think that that will shift some uh, in the long run. Uh, if you look at forms, that's one of... We, we'd like to think of it is, uh, as, a, as a really important step in, in, um, in the interaction. Mm. Um, but I mean, as long as you get the insight really fast and th- can take action on it, it's. I think that's a good yeah. start, at least. Oh yeah, definitely. And of course, uh, you don't want to rely solely on um, on uh, uh, quantitative uh, metrics. Yeah, the the best combination is uh, try to combine uh, yeah. qualitative qualitative uh, mm. uh, data mm. with. And that's a good point, I think. This gives you data to know what Where, to look for. Yeah. yeah. What's so, happening. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this is what this is an area we should be testing to find out why they're having so much problems with it. Exactly. exactly. It helps you steer and script your usability, usability testing sessions yes. and what to mm-hmm. focus on. Yeah. I think one thing I'd like to ask you, I think it'd be nice if it's mm. to give some tips on how you can improve forms. So oh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I know I'm kind of <laughs> risking taking away the need for having a tool that analyzes your forms, <laughs> but you know, it, it's still not yeah. officially released. It's mm, in a beta, yeah. and um, you know, given what we've, mm. we've talked about, how important they are to to have good forms mm. and fill them in, I think it's worth sharing a few tips. Mm. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, uh, I always look at every case as a unique case. So, mm. to begin with, both you and me know that uh, to generalize. Uh, too much is probably not the best thing to do. No. But if you have to generalize, and uh, <laughs> which I'm forcing you to, <laughs> and I know you're right. I mean, every website's different and unique. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Then <laughs> then you might want to. Uh, I see a lot of mistakes, uh, which is really easy to to change or, or to to improve. Uh, it's actually the um, it's actually not got to do with the user behavior in it uh, it's more about the message you're sending before the form mm-hmm. uh, giving an incentive or uh, a sentiment or how do you say that incentive yeah. incentive yeah, yeah. Uh, to the user to mm. fill to actually start yeah. filling it in uh, that's something a lot of uh, people can do better mm. so why should i fill in this form mm. explain uh, that yeah yeah and not don't say sign up <laughs> or uh, s- submit this form. Oh, yeah, and that goes for the call to action as well. Like clarify the, sub- the value of exactly, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and clarify the the call to action, the the button mm. uh, that the user uses to to send the form, and right. distinguish it from the button to abort mm. the form. Mm. Uh, remove the button <laughs> for. Uh, resetting Removing. abort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, in, uh, if you want to be really mm-hmm. aggressive, mm-hmm. that's. Uh, 
maybe maybe change it to link instead. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I, I thought about uh, the clear button. Yeah. Is it in English? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reset button, uh, yeah. which was uh, really well used uh, before. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually, it puts some really right bad examples of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Usually, uh, right next to the submit button. Mm. <laughs> and sometimes the first button. That was activated when you pressed return, which was fantastic. So you actually filled oh, it out, it pressed enter, cleared. and it automatically yeah. cleared the form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, and something that is really well used uh, in a bad way right now, uh, and really hip and trendy, is inline form labels. Ah, good point. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is uh, also an area uh, not optimal right now. These are the ones where you, you put the text in the box itself mm. exactly mm. so you, when you start filling it in uh, it disappears yeah, so people, you don't know. people are using it yeah. as labels when yeah. it's supposedly used to give examples of what to input into the yes. form exactly <laughs> so, and there yeah. is actually i think uh, sort of a compromise or an example mm. of of uh, that done right is when you have a label inside if you must have it inside the, the text area or, or the input field mm. then um, uh, there's uh, uh, you, you could actually move the field out or the the label the text, outside. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that. Yeah. So when I don't know how that is from an accessibility perspective, though. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, it's probably it puts a load on the browser because there's an animation going on as well. Yeah. So you'd have to evaluate, evaluate the benefit oh. of that because <laughs> yeah, it seems exactly. really. Why would you yeah, want to? Why not just do it right from the beginning? Yeah. yeah there's, there's, <laughs> there's there's other costs. Yeah. From not maybe not directly related to the number of people filling it in. Right. So there's maybe a performance cost or accessibility, mm. accessibility cost. Mm. Yeah. So those are two of them. And what about size of uh, of the form fields? I mean, they seem to be increasing, oh, which yeah. is a I'm trend, of course. Mm. Uh, I was talking to Twitter the other day with some people about the size of search fields. If if you have a small search field, people will input one word. If you have a bigger search field, they have a more tendency to actually oh. enter two or three words. Yeah. So there's an affordance going on there. I mean, yeah. like we've always talked about oh, it, the size of the field should reflect how much information you're expected to mm-hmm. input into that field. Mm-hmm. But now we're also, but then we saw some bad examples of huge search fields, mm-hmm. which people didn't even see <laughs> because you don't expect them to be that be that big. I suppose they were <laughs> flat as well. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think which is also. Uh, I, I think it's a great uh, point. Mm-hmm. Um, affordance uh, in in general yeah. uh, is, uh, which brings me on to the next uh, to one of uh, another tip is that don't use uh, flat interfaces uh, with buttons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the buttons. Uh, Speaking about affordance, you hear that, Apple? Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are many examples. Uh, Jonas says no. <laughs> yeah, but that's also sort of a trend going on yeah, with yeah. the flat design, yeah. uh, which people don't seem to realize the impact of in in some uh, cases. So try to I, I would try to make the buttons uh, being buttons, not. Mm. Um, uh, not plain uh, boxes with text in them, yeah. Uh, as well as uh, input boxes are or input fields are, um, they should also be. Uh, you know, how how do you say that? Beveled? No. In yeah, yeah like, so yeah. you can actually yeah, like three dimensional. Yeah, yeah exactly. Of, yeah. Yeah. So you can mm. you you know that mm. I I'm supposed to type something here. Yeah. Mm. This is not a box of this is not a like a. A plain box. Yeah, it's yeah. not a wireframe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a way of visually indicating that is a that is a place for interaction. Yeah. yeah. 
So, but I would say the the inline label uh, is is a really uh, common used thing mm. that is probably one of the worst. Uh, I can see the designers. Oh, look at this cool new toy! I can yeah, do this. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think they're going back yeah. to the um, yeah. uh, username email mm. example. That's one I've seen. Mm. Or the inline that it yeah. says username, and then you click in it, and then you know you have that moment. The other, the kids scream or something happens, and you, mm. oh, what? What do I need to fill in here again? Mm, yeah. mm. And then you have to basically back out the form or reload it or something yeah, to yeah. get it back to see what it said and then mm. put it in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also mm. try to make the, the labels attached to mm. the inputs uh, clickable. So you, you attach them mm. to something and don't make it so that, um, uh, yeah, you make them, make them bigger <laughs> in general. Right. So the clickable area, mm. uh, even if it's uh, you don't get the the hand icon or the hand mouse uh, mm-hmm. symbol, uh, it's clickable. Yeah, because um, yeah, which uh, works better, of course, in mobile interfaces as well. When you yeah. have your finger That's that you're good. pointing with, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a tip. Mm-hmm. Try and have as few fields as you need on your form. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, you you have this mm. classic fight. That um, marketing people mm. or people on the business side, they think, oh, God, look, we can get as much information mm. as we can from this person. Mm. We ask everything. Mm. We ask so them. that we ourselves do not have to do any work. Yeah, we'll do it all now. <laughs> we'll front load it. They won't know how many dogs they've got and how many schools they've been to. We'll ask it all now. Yeah. No, fewer fields as possible because mm. it means less interaction points mm. and more chance that they're going to fill mm. in the form. Mm. That's so, I mean, working with this for a while now, that's... So obvious for me, but it's a really <laughs> great point. <laughs> well, <It's>, uh, <laughs> I just think you know about the conversations you have. Mm. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. When you're when you're wor- working mm. with the businesses, mm. business side, and that is exactly the thing mm. you're going to get straight away from mm. from a marketer or something on the other side. So okay, can that, that's can't what we just ask that as well. That's what happens when you realize that you're not setting goals. Mm. If the goal is to establish a contact with a person, yep. then you establish the contact. Yeah. But then you start getting all these different fields that people. Oh, they sit in a workshop. Oh, we could ask this and we could ask this. Yeah. So why are we building this form? I don't know. Let's add this field. Yeah. It's just crazy. Uh, the bank <laughs> registration or bank registration, mm. the new mm. customer bank yeah. forms, it's one of those ones where often they do have mm. absolutely everything. Mm. Um, it's like they don't want any customers. Well, they, want, uh, <laughs> they, they could ask yeah. bare minimum yeah. four or five things, but just mm. you know, a personal mm. identification mm. number or something and a name and maybe address, mm. telephone number. Mm. And then once you've done that, yeah, mm. send someone out to you know, ring them or talk to them and get mm. the rest of it out of there. It's, um, yeah, if you're not selling like luxury then you should remove uh, fields or, mm. or inputs. Mm. Okay. If you're giving away something that's really valuable, oh, that's, really like that's, that's a good like point. A good then point. then mm. you might mm. want to, to give that an, an, a new thought, uh, another mm. thought. And also, yeah. I'm, I've been I'm, I'm had situations where we've, we've made things too simple, which meant that more people were using the form, like uh, asking a psychology department, as it was in my case, they didn't have the resources to actually respond to all the qu- queries that were coming in. So we had to make the form just a bit harder <laughs> to, to balance up how many que- requests were coming in, yeah. <laughs> which is was that insane by itself. What, what was no, it was actually with healthcare. Okay, yeah. There were too many queries coming in from the website. So they were mm-hmm. staffed up at the back end to yeah. cope with the flow. So, the, I mean, so it's all, that's, and that's how you have to think about UX and the big perspective yeah. in the end. I just wonder now yeah. about the um, well, meetup.com. Mm-hmm. No, we use for meetups. Yeah, um, that they they well, you have the p- option there of asking questions to people when they sign up to your meetup group right. or time to event. Mm. And it struck struck me now mm. about when you say about luxury mm. or yeah. kind of quality. Mm. I guess the reason for that is that you by asking a question, mm. you've increased the barrier to entry. Mm. You've 
you, you need to put more effort in to join, which mm. means you're going to be more interested in the group. So yeah. you don't just end up with a group that's exactly. got 10 times as mm. many people, but mm. most of them are completely mm. um, uninterested mm. and never going to turn up. Mm. By asking the questions, I mm. guess that means that... See, now I want to talk to meetup.com and ask if that is really the reason they have them questions and that's the psychology behind it. <laughs> come book, book you something. never know, yeah. <laughs> we should. Yeah, but about making forms really complex or, or hard to fill in, you can, a really good tool for that is the CAPTCHA. Yeah, oh, <laughs> of course. So if you want to, to make it really hard for the user, use CAPTCHA. Mm. That's a mm. conversion so, killer. Mm. So on your, on your newsletter unsubscribe mm. page... Mm. <laughs> yes, exactly. There That's a good uh, one, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. where you put your CAPTCHA. You should you should try it. You should test oh. it. People would hate us. Yeah. Oh, and oh, I've seen Even that more. actually for a newsletter subscribe page. I've oh, seen gosh. the captcha, and I've seen you have to enter your address and oh, like fifteen different fields you have to enter just to subscribe to a newsletter. That's how the feed banner one mm. used to be before Google broke it. Really? Mm. Oh, that we used. Oh, well, we still use actually. Right, yeah. Podcast. We True. just change it. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone. Oh, we're hold on. We're, we're on there. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. I think that was, those were some great tips, and um, we're getting about time to wrap this up. Uh, what else do we want to add to our listeners? I hope they got everything. Which episode was this? Oh, well, it'd probably be episode 60. 60, oh my yeah. God, yeah. Then you're I 20 think. behind. Ah. 20 behind? Mm. Yeah. Oh, is this a reference to, to your podcast? Mm. Yeah, actually, I used to run a podcast mm. um, called Web Radio. Mm. Uh, it's, it's Swedish is, pod, it's Swedish I've been podcast. listening to you guys. And you interviewed me for Web Radio yeah, back in the day, actually. Yeah. So it wasn't about a year before oh. we did this podcast. Yeah, we're coming full circle here. Yeah, <laughs> feels good. Yeah, I'll yeah. put I'll put a link to it in the yeah. um, in the show notes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm a big fan mm. of you guys. It's really it's been a pleasure to be here. Excellent. That's good. That's good mm. feedback. <laughs> it's nice when you, you, know, you drag guests in to get feedback from them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were talking about that before. We get more feedback live now than we do actually online. Uh, last night at, at the UX Marshalls event, you, you actually did. got some people coming up to you and, and saying that they well, like the show. Oh, I'll name him. James, who's listening to us now, probably. Ah. He, um, <laughs> it's, uh, what a, it's excellent when you get feedback in, in real life. Yeah. Um, but I find it a little bit daunting in that mm. I can't really remember what we said. Uh, right, and you know, we've done 60 mm, episodes, mm, actually 61 episodes. Mm, mm. It's been a while since I've mentioned that. Um, <laughs> and and that's all, we, we do about, it's about 18,000 mm. words mm an episode mm. roughly it varies mm. but you know there's there's 9000 mm. words each that we mm. you know spew out of our mouths which is like mm. what 15 blog blog posts mm. each and i can't remember what i've said and then but some people who listen like james he was coming out with with things that mm. i'd said from several episodes yeah. ago and I've, I've, you're being quoted and you I've don't know you, you've me. said that stuff oh, i can't remember yeah. and i'm just hoping god i hope i can think of the same clever yeah. answer now as i said in the show yeah. <laughs> no well maybe <laughs> But it, it's fun, though, because as you know, Jonas, it's really hard to measure how many listeners you actually have. So it's always nice to get that feedback in the yeah. end. Yeah. So mm-hmm. tweet to us. You can follow us on Twitter. You can like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can, f- um, what do you call it with Google Plus? Add us to circles James, James, on James, Google can I Plus. Abort, or can I, can I tell you one tip? One. Yeah. Uh, do give one call to action, not five. You're right. Because I, it's I really easy too. for me as a user or a listener. to. to That's true. And I, unless, I the same thing. unless people don't know that we're also on SoundCloud now and we're trying mm. to get onto Spotify. And we're <laughs> <laughs> See, so the call to action so is what's your social media. The call to action social is, media. is yeah. if you hear, if you hear one word that you recognize, do it. 
<laughs> no, I would say that uh, iTunes reviews uh, reviews are really a good one. iTunes review. I, I know that uh, Spoolcast always does that. Remember yeah. to give us a good it, review. It's on. one of those podcast but tips. You get I mean, on yeah, but I, if you want to spread, then that's a that's a good tool. Okay. Reviews. Okay, so, so, so grades, for, just forget what we said before. Yeah, ignore it. Spill back. Yeah, give Rewind. us a good, give us a review on iTunes, and that would be great. Yeah, Thank that's you. That's the call to action Boom. for this yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, our form is now complete. That's only one. Okay, that's the one. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks. For yeah. Me. Remember to keep moving. And see you on the other side. You've been listening to UX Podcast with James Royal Lawson and Pear Axeboom. Visit uxpodcast.com for more episodes and to subscribe to the show. UX Podcast, moving the conversation beyond UX. UX.